Welcome to the Collector's Cast, everybody. I'm your cordial host, Clint the Collector. Here's your other cordial host, Mike Blosky, the most interesting hockey player nobody's ever heard of. How are you doing today, Mike? All right, good. Well, look what's on the table here. Guess models. what we're going to be talking models, about today. Models, models, models. Yes, this is our special episode about models, model building, modeling, uh, the whole thing around it. And I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not going to give a lot of preamble here because we've got a very knowledgeable guest who has lived most of his life as a model builder. Well, who among us guys did not build at least a few models when they were... I, I when they were kids, eh? I built a lot of them, yeah. I definitely and, did. Uh, I, I can't wait to start talking about it because I did lots myself. Yeah, I'm sure. I, I never built any, I'm sure, to the uh, scale or to the extent skill that, that our guest did, but uh, or has or well, is. Don't build them up too big or then he's going to look crappy when he gets out here. No, I'm no. just kidding. We'll be right back with Fire Chief and Model Builder Extraordinaire Bryant Ross. We'll see you right after this. And we're back. It's the Collector's Cast. We've got our guest, just like we promised, Mr. Bryant Ross, all the way from Langley. How are you doing, Bryant? Well, if I was any better, you'd have to poke me in the eye. Oh, <laughs> excellent, excellent. Uh, as you know, we're uh, doing an episode today on modeling, model building, modelers, uh, the people who model, uh, not necessarily on a runway, but uh, with glue and I'm certainly not paint. that. <laughs> well, hey, don't sell yourself short. You never know. So uh, here's some of your fine, fine vintage models you brought with uh, mm -hmm. you. And, and that makes my first question go to, when did you start modeling? When did you start building models? I started building models when I was six, uh, between five and six years old. Five and six years yeah, old? Yeah, I'm 61 now, so that would have been, what, 56 years ago? Jeez, you, that young and you were doing it. Well, yeah, you know, back then. Well? <laughs> Well, yeah. no, uh, but uh, well, it depends on what you consider well. I mean, well, that's we've all been sitting there with like a, a rim and a, a propeller and something else stuck to your other fingers well, as you're trying to glue something. You see, yeah. that that's the first question you got to ask yourself when you're building models: is what is building well? Uh, Eleanor Roosevelt said, "Comparison is the thief, the thief of joy." Uh, <laughs> and if if you compare my models when I finish them to one of the masters that's out there, like Shepard Payne or somebody like that. Uh, you know, it looks like I put my put them in, together in the dark with a dull axe. Well, um, but I, I'm just impressed that you know the name of a expert modeler. But there are people Shepard Payne, Francois Verlinden. So wow. these are guys that take it serious. Oh, th these are guys that make 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 a good make more than a living at it. Wow. Shepard Payne is dead. Francois Verlinden is probably dead too. Um, but those are two that just sort of pop to mind. There are many out there that. Um, that are sorry, Mike had a question. But well, well, I would I would build my models like I'd get the model kit, mm -hmm. and I was so anxious to build that thing. You know, if it was a a car or a, a helicopter or whatever it was, I'd start building it in the car on the way home. <laughs> yes, and then you know what? I wouldn't paint the parts. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, and I'm like, oh, now it's all built, but it's not painted. So now mm -hmm. you right? paint it all together. You got to get, get your your brush around a bunch of parts. Yeah, you know. and so I never had the patience to say okay this part you know separate the parts and and paint them and mm -hmm. do some like pre-assembly right later on in life when i was an adult and i would build a custom motorcycle well then i had in my new in my mind well okay i have to build this thing first mock it all up take it apart paint it, paint yeah. it and then build it again yeah. right so is that is that what you do um 
which one of those? <laughs> Put it together first or, or, or what? Uh, yeah. What I usually do if I'm building a, a model is uh, I will I will use a uh, like a lacquer-based automotive rattle can primer and prime all the parts while they're still on the sprues. Okay, yeah. Um, that makes a little bit extra work because... You know, you've got to you've got to remove the paint from the gluing surfaces, uh, but at the same time, it will reveal a lot of things like mold lines and ah. and the rest of it. So I can take those off when I'm when I'm actually in the build process. Yeah, and so you can't really mock it up because you got to it glues together. Yeah, but there's a lot of test fitting and a lot of a lot of messing around with the parts to make sure they're gonna fit when you do hit them with the glue. Yeah. So uh, some parts get, will, get, will get painted on the trees, on the sprues. Some will get painted once they're on the kit itself. There, there's a lot of it is what you prefer to do. Sir, you're saying spurs? Sprue. Oh, sprue. Yeah. Now, I know the modeling tree is yeah. the frame. Yeah, that and that, the parts that's what the sprue is. And that's a sprue. Yeah, yeah in, a, in injection molding, okay. that, that's what the injection molders call it is the sprue. You'll also see that in... Um, in metal casting, like in sand casting, okay. the part where they pour in the the lead or the or the aluminum or whatever they're pouring in, uh, the part that actually comes off the piece mm -hmm. and goes up the hole that they're pouring in, that's called the sprue. The, whatever they break off yeah. later, gotcha. that's called the sprue. Wow. Now, now I'm just sitting here thinking about as you're talking about the the you were talking about earlier the guys the the high end guys. Now, I, I would consider myself like a low-level modeler. The models I have built as a kid basically follow the instructions, glue them together the way they say, paint them kind of the way they say. I, I'd muck out about a little bit with color schemes, and mm -hmm. I do a little bit of minor customization. Mm -hmm. But now, do you... I, I call the second-level guys, the guys that start getting out the razor blade and, and, and really customizing things, were you that guy? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can be. A lot of times, uh, you know, if I just if I just feel like putting a model together, mm -hmm. I'll I'll build it straight out of the box. But mm -hmm. it'll all be painted and you know, I'll take I'll take off the mold lines, I'll sand down the seams and See, stuff. See that right like that. there is a step ahead of me. <laughs> I just glue them together and whatever line is there well, is there. And and the big key to model building in my view is what do you enjoy? Mm-hmm. You know, because the whole thing is about enjoyment. The whole yeah. thing is about relaxation. The whole thing is about is about finding, uh, building your model. Mm -hmm. um, and that, well, it goes back to what I said about comparison is the thief of joy. You know, if you start building for to impress other modelers, mm -hmm. you're it's a slippery slope. You yes. you you will cease to enjoy it as much. Uh, it's <laughs> just in the same way as painting a. In the same way, you're you're an artist. You're a painter. No, you're you're, more a, than a, painter, you're yeah. a leather you okay but if you were drawing a picture to impress another artist oh yeah you can't do it for that exactly you do it for exactly yourself. that so, will impress people that that level that you take yeah. uh, regardless because you're doing it for yourself if you go to the, the like the IPMS International Plastic Modeler Society contests and they have one in Richmond every year in, sorry in Burnaby every year I've been to it yeah if you go to that you'll see some unbelievable models I don't enter them because I don't enter those contests for the simple reason that I'm just not that that level. But I've been to your house and you've got a lot of models. I do have a lot of models, and so, so you're obviously passionate about it, and you're obviously a somewhat of an aficionado. I'm I'm well, I'd just say I'm more obsessed than most. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, obsession. We know something when, about that. When I went to this uh, this show with a with a guy who's very 
close and, 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 and dear to me. And uh, Frank actually, he built a, a Formula One model uh-huh. to put in. And then he was competing against these other guys, of course. You know what? The guy that beat him, that he had somehow, I don't know how, who knows, but he had actually made uh, his tires show wear mm-hmm. and have like the little marbles that the tires, that the Formula One cars shoot off their tires, right? And they stick along the side. Yep, yep. And he had little sprays of, of the marbles on the mm-hmm. side of the car and everything. And it, it you know, th- and they take these photos and you go, wait, you can't even a, tell it's a model. Wait, that's a real car, I think. Right? Yeah. So, some people, um, some people are, are incredibly skilled at the whole spectrum of model building. Some people are fantastic at weathering a model. And what you're talking about is weathering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some people are fantastic at weathering. Some people are fantastic at simple um, assembly. Um, you know, it, it takes an artist's time. I, I, really like when, I like the, when you see something, okay, anybody can build a model, but it's when you get creative and mm-hmm. with the surroundings and the, and the accessory pieces that make it sometimes. Uh, you and I have both been to, there used to be a hobby shop on the one way in Langley. Uh, Chris was the guy that ran yep, it. Yeah, Chris Sobey. Yeah, and, and he had in his store some displays from a model builder, and that wasn't you, was it? No. Oh, but there was an old Model T rotting in a mm-hmm. swamp. Yeah, that was one of the most amazing models I've ever seen. Just the way it was decrepit in there and falling apart, and it beautiful, man. It's the artist's eye again. Yeah, you know, I mean, it. It. I always just considered myself a model builder. Of course, you know, Susan, my wife, uh, she's an artist, and and when mm-hmm. she's when 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 like my models were always sort of. With my ex-wife, they were kind of stuffed off on one side. She didn't want to see the damn things. This is a collector show. We've had this discussion yeah. many times. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Susan, of course, comes into my life, and she's an artist, and she comes into my house. She goes, where are your models? And I said, oh, they're in the room I build my models in. And she's like, why? Why, you aren't, know, they why aren't they out there? your art. You know, if I'm going to display my art, why aren't you displaying your art? We're not going to regulate you to a closet where well, you can hang your paintings. Yeah, or but you know, yeah, I mean, yeah. it, like like anything, I you know, I'd been sort of conditioned to hide these things away, and here I was living on my own in my own house, and she's like, "Why don't you have your models?" Out? H- hang on a second here. I have a few women in my life that I want them to meet your wife now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, hey, I get a little different train of thought. I, <laughs> I will be the first guy to admit I I won the lottery. Yeah. Yes, you liked that. You did very well. Yes, I certainly did, and it's luck. Trust me, it's not good. Good looks, but Brian, well, what is again selling yourself short? What is your favorite? Like, what type of models do you like to build? What's your favorite? <laughs> that's that's an interesting. That's like saying, what is your favorite food? Yeah, you know, are you going to talk about do you like, you know, what you like to eat that's baked or fried or yeah. roasted? Yeah, so many categories. I build. I am an eclectic model builder. I build aircraft, armor, cars. Yeah. Um, my favorite models. Depends on the week. Yeah. You know, quite yeah. frankly, I wish I could give you a specific answer, but yeah. you know, it, it really depends. Sometimes it depends on the book I'm reading. We talked to yeah. a guy a while ago on our show that was a massive collector of many, many things, and he had a huge car collection. And we asked him what his favorite car was, and he had the greatest answer. He said, "My next one." That's a really good answer, and that's yeah. and that would be that would be it's, my answer. It's what to, gets you to, excited yeah. and gets you up in the morning. Oh, I'm going to build this tank or whatever it might be. Pre- absolutely, that's where your brain. Absolutely, is. and you know sometimes sometimes you'll lose interest in the middle of a model. You put it in the box, put it on the shelf. I just uh, last week finished one that I'd started ten years ago. 
Oh, I know that story. Because it just, it just suddenly, you know, I, I saw it sitting in the box, and I went, wow. And I was just in the right frame of mind. I put her on the table. And Ding. Got, yeah, got working Time on it again. Yeah. It, yeah. Isn't yeah. that funny? Eh? So it shows you that it's timeless almost. It's, 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 it's the mood. It's, uh, there's got to be a lot of magic kind of happening. Yeah. Well, I mean, I look back at, I look back at you know, when you guys asked me about when I started building models. The, the reason I started building models was our next-door neighbor was a German fellow. Mm-hmm. And he was just, him and his wife were just the, the, the salt of the earth. They were just the most wonderful people. And this is 1965, 1966. And he knew it was my birthday. And he showed up with an Aurora 148-scale Folkwolf 190. Oh, <laughs> now a, a folk valve is a plane, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. He showed up at the door and he said to my mother, "He said I and it I noticed Brian's birthday, and I got him this because I used to fly one of these." Ah. Wow! And he sat down at the kitchen table with me and helped me build this thing. Of course, you know I yeah. held it together, and he did the gluing because he was quite a precise individual. Um, but he helped me build it. Because mm. my father was, you know, while while a great man, was useless when it came to anything like that. Ah. But he sat at the table and he told me about flying this plane. And he, once the wings were on it, we, you know, did the <laughs> with it. And I, 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 I can remember. Yeah, I'm I'm 61 years old, and I can I can remember that like yesterday. Nice. Wow. Um, and you know, as far as the the taking the airplane and going <laughs> with it, uh. On on you know Facebook discussion groups, uh, there's always the question. There's often the question comes up. You know, does anybody do the f- hand? Yeah, yeah. and I I always used I always, I always say um, there's two kinds of modelers. There's those that admit they hand fly their airplane models around the room, and there are liars. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and oh. it's the same thing with the cars. Oh, you know, yeah. I mean, who yeah. hasn't who hasn't put the car together and gone? Oh, of course. Oh. The know. sound effects are a big part. Of oh God, yeah. You know, I was going to say, with your your attention to detail, obviously a modeler has to have that. And and I'm, the amount of military stuff you've built over the years has really upped your military knowledge game, hasn't it? Well, it, it, it sort of it sort of goes hand in glove. My military knowledge goes to you know increases my interest in the in the in the in the military vehicles. They feed each the, other. Because gotcha. yeah, yeah. we live off each other. Because, uh, ladies and gentlemen, when I'm out collecting and I come across a piece of military, uh, vintage military stuff, this man is the guy that I often uh, message and ask, "What do you think of this?" And you go, "Oh, that's a blah 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 blah." Like you had it ready. You like you had the question, uh, the answer ready, and uh, it impresses me constantly. But it just shows that you're a man so, that it pays attention to what he's doing. So, Brian, in your collection of armored stuff. Mm-hmm. Do you have a tiger tank? You must. <laughs> do, I have a tig- do I have a tiger tank? No, I have. Are, are you talking about the tiger one, the tiger two, or or the proposed tiger three that didn't make it into production? But was that's, I- that's the one I would be interested mm. in seeing. Yeah. Yeah. That- oh, yeah. They, we call them paper panzers. Oh, yeah. Because they were only ever designed, but there's a lot of uh, companies now that are actually producing oh, the, the what-ifs. Yeah. Oh, oh cool. wow. And those are, those are the... You know, I, I talk to other modelers, and I've, I've known some modelers who are real purists. You know, it, we call them rivet counters. Uh, oh, the guys yeah. It's got to be exact, you know. And yeah. Well, you know, I'm not a rivet counter. You know, I'm, I'm like, 
you know, this particular aircraft, you know, I like it, but I think it would look better this way. And um, that's the great thing about model building. I mean, it's at the end of the day, it's a little plastic thing that that you've bought and put together and you can do it any way you want. And uh, I love them because nobody can tell you you're wrong. No. You know, you paint it any way you want. Nobody can tell you you're wrong. Sure. Um, so yeah, tigers. You betcha. I'm a. I'm, you know, but I'm, I'll tell you, my my favorite is the panther. You would have been able to uh, uh, answer a Jeopardy question I saw uh, some months ago. Was a uh, it was I can't remember what the category was. Foreign language or something like, or it was animals. And they say that people in Mexico would call a certain an animal uh, by its German name, which uh, was uh, Panzerschwein. And oh, okay, Panzerschwein would be. Armored pig, yeah. so probably a warthog or something. Armadillo, like armadillo. Okay, that makes yeah, sense. Fine, but yeah. yeah, I just thought that's funny. They oh yeah, it, they basically call it a tank pig. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Panzer just means armor. Oh, okay, does it? Yeah. There you well, go. Here, I'm here's a, 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 another question I got to ask you about your thing about the models, the or the tanks that didn't exist. But mm -hmm. like some, has anyone uh, produced the uh, Ferdinand Porsche? The, the Ferdinand? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Because at one point, he was sort of in the running for building Germany's tanks, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, you bear in mind something like the, the, the American Sherman was built in GM plants. Mm -hmm. uh, some of them were built in the frigid air plant. Mm -hmm. Like like the, yeah. uh, what do you, an appliance, Inglis. Inglis. Inglis yeah. plants. Okay. You know, so, so. Um, Sometimes aircraft like the B twenty four and stuff like that were built in, in other plants yeah. and yeah. So uh, as far as Porsche goes, yeah, he designed the Ferdinand. But did that tank never see? It did actually. Oh, it, it did. Didn't, yeah. it, didn't it have two engines? Or did, wasn't it some weird? There was. Yeah it it was a fixed, forward firing gun. It didn't have a turret, but the engine was ahead of the. Of the fighting compartment. Yeah. It, rather than, at, at that time, most of the tanks had the engine behind the behind, fighting compartment. Yeah. yeah. But it, yeah. It, was a, it was a very unique design. See, this, right. is, this is what I was talking about, though. Your attention to detail and model building has made <laughs> yeah. you, you could go on about tanks. <laughs> you know, and it's it. cool that you learn so much while you're, and it's a lesson to those listening that are thinking about getting into model building, get ready to be, uh, model building, get ready to be educated, because you can't do something without learning about it. You know, uh, but at the same time, you know, like I remember my kids, they, they never really got seriously into model building. But when they tried it as kids, of course, I remember them, you know, built a P-51 Mustang and did it with, you know, green with blue blue dots on it. And, uh, you know, that was what they wanted to build. Ah. And they never really got into it. But, you know, if you want to build a model car and paint the whole damn thing purple, eh, it's, it's your money. You bought it. I got a quick story for you. Me and a friend growing up, we were about uh, nine or 10 years old, something like that, took all his old model kits, spare pieces, the trees themselves, all these different parts, and we built our own custom, whatchamacallit. Sure. It was just uh, everything bolted together. It was like an interior bucket, looked like a tea bucket, and it had smokestacks and double dually rear wheels. And well, when I, was, when, I was young, when I was young, you could still buy firecrackers. Oh yeah. yeah, and there was hundreds of models that were of mine that were built and blown up. 
Well, and then and then I got a pellet gun. As a that, fire chief, you no longer condone that sort of uh, behavior. I, I certainly don't condone fireworks. No, no. Okay, <laughs> but everybody is, sure use them at some point in their life. Sure, Brian. <laughs> it's a necessary uh, part of growing up, isn't it? It's part of your past. I, I I take the fifth. Okay, I'm I'm still employed as as a, as a firefighter, and I'm fair not, enough. Not going to do anything, but 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 say. Fireworks are bad. Stay in, <laughs> stay in school, kids. Don't do drugs. Ah, very good <laughs> advice. So, yeah, about this time of the interview is kind of when we uh, we like to ask people, obviously you're a specialty collector of models and such, but is there anything else in the world that you collect? Certainly nothing to the extent that I collect models. Of course, that's your number one. Yeah, it, it's it's my obsession uh-huh. um, and my addiction and my major failing in life. There's no help for it either. There really isn't. There really isn't, <laughs> there's, you know. There's no association. Um, uh, books, I, I'm, I'm an avid, avid reader. Um, so books, magazines about models. Ah. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, magazines about aircraft, you know, military stuff like that. So but you yeah. probably read a lot of true military history. In, in I women? read a lot of military history, but at the same time, I'm... I'm more interested in novels. Oh, okay. I, I, I read trash. Oh, do you? <laughs> yeah. Well, we've all got our secret little well, places, you, you know. know. Some people watch show barbers, some read <laughs> trashy novels. Um, but yeah, I, I, I like to, uh, I do a bit of uh, woodworking, that ah, sort cool. of thing. Um, You've got hobbies. I got hobbies, uh, but this is, this is, this is, you know, since I was five, this is basically in my DNA. Um, I, Speaking I, of like, hobbies, you go into a hobby store. What's the main number one thing in there? Bottles. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Not once I get out of it, though. And no, no. You're but like, at it like yourself, I'm also a, a, an avid motorcyclist, and yes. You know, so well, that's what makes you such a cool guy. We know that. Yeah. Uh, Mike is uh, a, a guy that we've ridden handlebar to handlebar mm. many, many miles. So uh, we get you there. Anyway, uh, you've taught us a ton about models that I didn't know. You've taught us all sorts of things today. We are always here to educate our audience, both educate and be educated. Mm -hmm. And that's what's happened here. So we really appreciate you coming down. Ladies and gentlemen, Bryant Ross, Fire Chief and Model Builder Extraordinaire. Come on, yay! Thanks for being here, Bryant. Model Builder Ordinary. Yes, (laughs) there you go. We'll be back right after the break. Thank you. And we're back. Hey, that was Brian Ross. He was an interesting guy to have on, oh, wasn't he? Oh, that guy knows a lot. You guys, I bet you two could sit oh, yeah. there and talk for hours when you guys get into tanks and military and the history oh, yeah. of World War II and whatnot. I, you guys I think just, he is a guy that I'm probably going to have to invite him and his wife out onto my boat one Sunday oh, out at Harrison. He'd probably like that. I he, wonder if he's a beer drinker. Uh, not much of a drinker, really, Bryant isn't. No, but that's Well, okay. if he's a coffee drinker, that's oh, good. Oh, he drinks coffee, I believe. And soda? And, uh, well, we'll find out. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> you know, he's a very knowledgeable guy. I've known him for oh, years. Man, and, yeah. and I just love his model collection. I've been to his house before, and he's got so many. Um, we kind of went long in the interview, so we're going to jump right to our trivia question. I believe Aiden, our producer, has a trivia question today. Or did you send it to Michael? Oh, did you want me to do? I can do the well, trivia question. Well, you can question. ask it. Michael yeah, can look we'll at let it. you ask it. This Michael can look at his phone later for the listener question, but we'll, what we'll let you ask. and when was the first available or first like commercially sold model? Like that model you could buy kit. Model kit that you could buy in a retail store. Now, my mind is going back to the 50s and whatnot, but, but you know what? Plastic... Has only been around for so long. 
Oh, hmm. oh, commercially available. Because I do know this. I do know this. I've been to the Vancouver Maritime Museum, and on the St. Rock, they have some displays, or in the museum at any rate, of ships that were built by prisoners out of bone, made out of their dinner bones. And they're just amazing models. But those are hand-built. So commercially available, I'm going to guess it would have been a ship as well back in the day. I'm going to say there was some ship models sold to children. Are we talking plastic model kit? Yes. Oh, plastic? Oh, well, then I'm okay. going to change my answer. Okay. All right. 53 Corvette. The first Corvette that came out. And the year 53? Yeah, that's just my and guess. I'm going Because that's right around when plastic started. I'm going to say 49. 1949. And it a was... A car or a, yeah, a, a it plane? Was or? A model of a ship. Military. Don't know what. Who's closest? Who's right? Nobody's right, are they? It's 1936. Ooh. It's manufactured by, I, I'm not really sure what it is, to be honest. It looks like a plane to me. It's, uh, yeah, it's a frog. It says penguin, but it looks like a Catalina flying boat to me. Oh, or okay. possibly so a boat, biplane. Oh, flying boat. So, yeah, I win. Okay, there you go. Well, yeah, he wins. <laughs> He, he wins everything. Uh, no, that's interesting. Yeah, that cool. is interesting. I wouldn't have thought it was that early. But no, wow. I wouldn't have either, especially with plastic. Yeah, well, they, they cool. had like Bakelite back then, but plastic was in its infancy. Yeah. So, yeah, cool. Interesting. Like I said, we're always learning something new here. Uh, and last but not least, did we have a listener question? We did. Ah. Mr. Belosky has it. Oh, Okay. We always uh, like to remind our listenership to write us anytime they want at feedback at thecollectorscats.com with their questions, queries, or comments. We love to hear from you. This one's a doozy. A doozy. Oh. This one's a doozy. <laughs> our question comes from Bryant from Langley, B.C. Oh, well, I remember that guy. I remember that guy. <laughs> he left a question before and he And he asks, okay. what was your first model? Ooh. I do know the answer to that. Yeah, I I'm know trying to remember. Is. My first, I believe, was a Model T, uh, uh, either a Ravel or an AMT Model T that I would have got sometime in the early 70s. And yes, I was too young to build it, but I, I did not a bad job. I painted it all with a brush, no spray paint back then. And I did it in a dark blue color. Even though Henry used to sell them, he said, do you have any color you want as long as it was black? Henry Ford we're talking about. I painted mine in a dark blue, and I loved it. It was like a dark metallic blue, one of my favorite things. What was yours? My first model was a model of the British battleship, the Hood. The Hood? I, I, yeah, I think it wasn't a battleship. It was a heavy cruiser. Oh, okay. The well, Hood, hey. because was the Hood not, I, I believe well, the Hood. We have something in common there, uh, the slight coincidence, because I grew up in the Hood. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. there's your answer. Thanks, Bryant and Langley, wherever you are, for that question. Uh, we always like hearing from our listenership, so speaking of ships. And uh, I don't think there's much left to say other than I this think has that's been the Collector's Cast. He's been Mike. I've been Clint. We've enjoyed having you here. See you soon. See you soon. Good night. <laughs>